Albuquerque's macro aggression. Eddie Aragon, the rock of talk. Monday afternoon, I'm Eddie Aragon, on the Rock of Talk on AM 1600, KIVA, 93.7 FM, the web, the app, rockoftalk.com. 550-5500, D.D. Muska, good afternoon, sir. Uh, good afternoon, sir. I believe tomorrow makes it, what, 11 weeks to election day? Yep. 11. Whatever it is, is what it is. We'll be fighting hard the whole entire way, and uh, we're inside of 80 days now. And uh, really, I mean, the, the, the cut down time is 60 days. We've got a huge show in front of you this afternoon, as always. By the way, you can get all of our content directly at our website, rockoftalk.com. Hit the breaking news button. Boom, you're there. You get all the stories and then some 60 radio stations, five talk stations, everything that you could possibly want, need, or anybody could possibly offer. And uh, we have the best put together show uh, right now, all the way right until Election Day and then some, because who knows how long we're going to have to make this determination uh, to go ahead and keep what is our jewel what is the best president in the history of this country, which is Donald J. Trump. And we're going to continue to fight with him, all for him, all the way down the very end. By the way, we'll talk about the DNC convention, slow Joe Biden, and coronavirus craziness in our first hour. Second hour, we'll talk about the mailing it in campaign. New Mexico shutting down, as well as why Albuquerque is no longer one Albuquerque. It's done Albuquerque. And then we'll uh, fester into our third hour with... Black Lives Matter, New York City, L.A., people leaving, and Obama going to Hawaii. Education and shutdowns, Epstein, Zorro, and the latest on that. Big news coming on Thursday. Good news from conservatives, New Mexico Republican infighting, and some local tidbits to uh, round off the show. 550, uh, 5,500, that's 550-5,500. And Donald Trump lost his brother this weekend. Uh, really a touching story. And for those of you who are not aware, Robert Trump uh, died at the age of 71. The president stated he wasn't just his brother, that he was his best friend and that he will be greatly missed. Now, Trump has four other siblings, one actually who passed away, and he is the only surviving male sibling. Uh, his sister, Marianne Trump, she's a senior judge in the U.S. Court of Appeals, and Elizabeth Trump Grouse retired at Chase Manhattan Bank Executive. And uh, just some very sad news. Remarkably, uh, how amazing, amazingly similar in their facial structure uh, that they were. You certainly knew that they were uh, brothers. By the way, I'm sharing all the video directly on my Facebook page. Um, I wish I could share it to the other page uh, as well, but I forgot to share it there. Um, this is how great our president is. He's a great man. Okay, he's a touching man. He is. He is. He is a soulful, soulful warrior. No doubt about it. And one of the things I think that a lot of people have come to appreciate about him, yet really haven't talked about how great he is, is the man that is literally sacrificing his entire salary. That's right. He gives back every single dollar of his salary. And this particular salary is dedicated to repair those national monuments, which have been decimated and desecrated by what? Well, take pick your Democrat, pick, pick your Democrat city. They're tearing them down. He wants to repair those national monuments, and he dedicated his uh, financial uh, quarter to the National Park Service. Now, remember, Donald Trump has lost one-third of his wealth since he's become president. He has sacrificed. He has absolutely been torn apart. But, you know, he recognized what has made this country great. And he says, this is important to our American history. We need to restore our great national monuments. 
Now, you might remember when he went to Mount Rushmore, flew overhead and, you know, it was reminding uh, ever Americans about the importance of protecting these monuments. But I think this was a, an absolutely fabulous thing that he continues to do. Nothing less is expected of him at this point. And, you know, the New York Police Department is now starting to recognize this as our police officers throughout the rest of the country. It's really amazing how much that he is respected by our men in blue and coupled with the fact that it's all coming from union support yet once again. I'll get into Wisconsin, I'll get into Michigan, I'll get into Ohio, get into all that kind of stuff later on as we march towards the uh, 80 days until the election. But as you're looking at this, this is a union endorsement that came from the New York Police Department. The union boss, Pat Lynch, says he had 36 years on this job and he can't remember when he's ever endorsed for the office of president of the United States until now. This is how desperate the boys in blue currently are. Our men are out there fighting for every possible thing that they can and they needed to come out and support the president. You've, you've remembered, you've seen, right? You have all sorts of anti-police protests going out, doubt. I mean, it's, it's absolutely disgusting how much these Democrat uh, uh, cities have been ripped apart. If this is going to be a law and order race, uh, I think uh, I think I give the edge to the guy who gets backed by the police organizations. That's There's no question about it. And uh, Donald Trump getting that very, very important. This is not a missed opportunity uh, whatsoever by the uh, men in blue. And all this stuff is starting to come together because you're starting to see polls which put and these are polls, or, by the way, which are largely unscientific. I mean, there's no way dead man walking and uh, Kamala Harris are going to be looking at this race saying that they can bring this country back. They can't even bring themselves back at this point. And the latest CNN poll with nearly a thousand people sampled puts oh, Joe Blow. Is that, is that is that a fair way to go ahead and characterize that? I, I just like that. I just like that because it's just like ho-hum. And I remember chewing the gum. Remember that? Oh, Bazooka Joe. Bazooka yeah, Joe. Oh, remember remember the, the comic? comic yeah, the, the comic yeah. was Joe Blow. Yes. I yes. sort of figure like that's uh, absolutely uh, so. So the ticket of Joe Blow versus uh, uh, Trump Pence, 50 to 46 amongst registered voters throughout CNN. That's a four-point swing, and it's within the margin of errors. Now, if you look at the real clear politics, you look at the aggregate, it actually has Trump trailing by seven and a half points. When you look at everything overall, when you look at those swing states, those very important 15 states, and I thought this was amazing, Donald Trump is only losing by one, 49-48 in those critical swing states. There are 15 of them. Believe it or not, folks, believe it or not, New Mexico is one of them. Now, I got to thinking about just how great Donald Trump is. And you have to remember that we have to have a president who understands this country. The Soviets, the Marxists, the Leninists, they want to take down this country, all right? And they've been changing the way that we think for a very long time and pushing back against American capitalistic values. You've seen this type of thinking infiltrate our universities. And this time bomb that has been ticking has finally got to the point where it's about to explode and there's almost no turning back. Albuquerque, the rest of the country, New Mexico, the United States of America is on life support. That's where we're at right now, unless you guys are fully committed to making this country great again times two. These people are committed to their social justice. I mean, these are globalists, right? It includes Bush, Clinton, Barack Obama. These are people who are thinking about more of the other countries than our own. The thing that has made this world great is the hegemonic strength of this country, the United States of America. If you look at it as a proportion of the amount of GDP of the world, 
the, the leadership and thought, the leadership and science and technology and all things. It is those leaps forward. I mean, you can only think, you know, to walking a man on the moon. It's those leaps forward which made things great for this world overall. Now, these class divisions that the Marxists are focused on, this has continued to be the thing that has stratified our country. And that's where we lie right now at the brink. Donald Trump is bringing people together, not just here in this country, but throughout the world for the last four years. It is what he has been doing. He has brought us back to economic prosperity prior to COVID-19. And people need to start remembering where we were at. Lowest unemployment rate of all time, 3.3%. People need to remember where we were at. People coming together and African-Americans, Asian-Americans, Hispanic-Americans, unemployment like no other time. What about international relations? Well, we've been leading the way, and this has been this world time piece where we've been ending wars. Now, this isn't reported, but he's actually brought together United Arab Emirates, Israel, and the United States in a very amazing way. Now, the UAA's crown prince, Netanyahu, and Trump got together, and because of what's been put together with these three men, these men should be nominated for the Nobel Peace Prize. Because this is a step forward in cooperation. In a time during Barack Obama's reign as president, there was the eradication of Christianity. You might remember the beheadings. You remember that time, right, Rudy? When there was American after American being beheaded. And even during George Bush's administration, same type of thing that was happening. You might remember what was the the, the growth of the, um, trying to think of the the, the name of the, the, radical Islamic group that continued to ISIS. grow and grow. Yeah, ISIS. Sorry. I mean, it's been some time. That has been subdued. Remember, that was the turning point prior to the election. The Friday the 13th attacks in France brought down by ISIS, 168 killed. That's when you saw Donald Trump get his surge. You might remember Ben Carson. It was Friday, November 13th. Ben Carson was in the lead. We didn't all have a big appetite for Donald Trump at the time, we like the kindler, gentler Ben Carson. He was, a, and all of a sudden, you saw Donald Trump come to the global stage, and he gave a resounding leadership-style speech and took over from that time moving forward. Trump made his campaign better overall, but right now, this is going back to 2016 all over again. He's fighting just as hard. He's just not getting as much coverage, and you need to start paying attention. You might want to go to uh, Donald Trump's website, his 404 website. I posted that earlier on my Facebook page. Interesting stuff is like it's got Joe Biden staring into the uh, the hinterlands. It's kind of amazing. And it says, well, it seems like you're as lost as Joe is. We have to remember what made this country great. And in order to talk about that, you have to have a president who is constantly and consistently reminding you what makes this country great. This isn't just about an economy. This just isn't about communism or socialism or capitalism. We actually had things that were prior to the economic system. We have to preserve that sort of jungle interaction, free markets. In order for things to truly balance out, there's a natural balance that takes place, not just in nature, right, but in economic systems as well. Reagan remembered this. Donald Trump remembered this. We don't need a national economy ripped out of our hands because we're focused on an ideology or a quality or anything else. There's a natural equilibrium in any type of free market government. 
You've got Joe Biden talking about the soul of America. It's absolutely disgusting. Does he even understand what the soul of America is all about? His soul is for sale. Kamala Harris will do anything she can to get elected and put herself into a position of power. These are not people that we can trust. Simply put, we don't have a path moving forward with the Democrat nominees. They're about to start their convention today. I should say tonight. We'll talk about that convention. And they're going in about four or five different directions. And they're, all they're doing is shouting as loud as they can, creating as many issues as they possibly can, so they can completely and totally drown out Donald Trump, whose truth, like Reagan's, like George Washington's, like Abraham Lincoln, will set you free here this 2020 election. 550-5500. That's 550-5500. 419 here in the Kiva on AM 1600 KIVA 93.7 FM. When we return, we'll talk about that DNC convention starting tonight. Good message coming from the RNC chairwoman, Ronna McDaniel. Be nice to have some convention speeches. Right, Dowd? Remember those guys? Jesse Jackson, I remember his, 1988, Our Time Has Come. A thousand points of light. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> uh, Bush, that was uh, 92. Very interesting. And uh, you might remember uh, Bill Clinton. I actually have some sort of connection to the uh, DNC of 1992. I'll uh, tell you that uh, shortly, right after the break. It was a young, precocious... I don't mean to be assumptive by saying that, but a uh, 17-year-old kid in the Rose Garden the day after the DNC ended in 1992. 419 back and forth.